Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And today we find ourselves in the second chapter of 1 Peter. Mm. And uh, we, we both, we've, we've finished reading the book of 1 Peter. Yeah. Because we, we read in advance, we record five of these at a time. Right. And man, it's just a good book. It's a good <laughs> it's book. It's almost like every book, and prior well, listeners are like, they say you know, that you about say that about everything. every book. Yeah. But, no, but seriously. But, 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 <laughs> this one, it's like, I'm looking at my pages that I've all like marked up and underlined and highlighted. I'm there with you. It's like, oh man, there's, there's so many passages. So that being said, we can't talk about all the good stuff. We're going to miss a lot of good stuff. We're going to miss some of it. But what today we want to hone in on is kind of verses 9 through 12, considering the idea of a Christian identity, right? Yeah. And how like foundational, fundamental that is for everything else, how we respond to everything else in life. It's really built on these things that Peter talks about in these few verses. So why don't I read it and then we'll talk about it. let's do it. But you... Our chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and exiles to abstain from sinful desires that wage war against your soul. Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles, so that when they slander you as evildoers, they will observe your good works and will glorify God on the day that he visits. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just love how what, what Christ does yeah. is whenever he calls us, is he calls us to something. Yeah. Like we are now a people. Mm. And I think we, we, we forget that. But I, I, I'm just thinking, like, when I hear that, I think of a very tight, like, ethnos, right? Yeah. So you think of some place like... Japan, sure, it's a very monolithic culture, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone there is Japanese, yeah, or or like South Korea, it's a very mono, monolithic. Is that the right word? I think so. Monolithic culture, yeah, and so they have aspects like they realize who they are. Like think of the Jewish people, yeah, but even without a homeland for for centuries, it's like we are Jewish. They maintain yeah. their identity. This is and who their we are. Culture, mm-hmm. uh, and it made them stand apart, right. And I think, like, whenever we accept Christ, though we are from many different ethnoses or yeah. ethnicities or whatever, yeah. we we now have a, we are called to a new people. Yeah. Uh, so our, our identity in Christ is our primary identifier of who we are. Yeah, and it's interesting that what Peter does is he, you know, creates levels in that collective, right? So... I mean, he goes at race, right? He starts with it. You are now a chosen race. Mm. So like a whole new people. Yeah. <laughs> right? A whole new ethnicity uh, is the Christian ethnicity, which is kind of interesting to think about, especially in our day and age, right? Because, I mean, it's polarizing. It's like, oh, no, you're 100%. this, you're that, you're that, you know? Yeah. And, and Peter's saying, hold on. No, here's something relevant for us today. You're a chosen race, even. Um, and then he goes forward with like, uh, what do we, what we do with that? We've been chosen. So what is the, the office we're chosen to was the work we're given, uh, and to do. And the next thing he says is we're a Royal priesthood. Why is that important? What is the stands out about that? The priest is a mediator, right? So the priest would go to God on behalf of the people. And, And so here we are, we are a Royal priesthood. 
together collectively. We're a royal priesthood. So like we are we are interceding for the world. Yeah. To God. I <laughs> gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Cause it's I mean, like, if you think about it, like well, a lot of people struggle with like trying to understand their purpose, trying to understand why like, why am I here? There's all these existential questions people Man. are always asking. Yeah, you know, it makes me think of Job. Uh-huh. I do remember in the in the very beginning of Job, he has what, like 10, 12 kids, something like yeah. that. And they're all in this house. They're all having a party together. And do you remember what Job did after the party? Yeah, they made sacrifices. Well, Job made sacrifices right. for all of them, for them yeah. in case they did something they didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And so it's like, well, if we're a royal priesthood, like we are going to God on behalf of the world. Yeah. Uh, begging for mercy. Yeah. Uh, Asking God to intervene, it, like Moses with the Israelites. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and and not only that, but we're also going to the world and and proclaiming something to them, right? So that they may change, so yeah. they may experience this goodness and grace that we've experienced. Jesus, the ultimate high priest, in Mark chapter one verse fourteen, said, uh, "Repent and believe, for the kingdom of God is at hand." Right, right. So, so if, if that was Christ's intercession for the world, that's what he proclaimed. Well, that's what we're proclaiming too. Absolutely. So he goes on and he says, you're a holy nation. So that tells us what we should be like then. So here's a work. Here's who you are. Here's the work you're given. What am I to be like in this context? And we're to be holy yeah. as God is holy. And that's what stands us apart from the world. Hmm. Um, and, and this is something I think is also super relevant in, you know, uh, for Christians today because I don't know. I just hear all the time, uh, this is confused, right? Like, mm-hmm. we want to be all things to all people, so let's be like those people, you know? And and that's not what no, not the Bible tells us. No. I mean, Paul was saying, I'm going to go to the Gentiles mm-hmm. to reach the Gentiles. I'm going to go to the you know the Jews to, meet, to reach the Jews. He wanted to reach everybody, so he was proclaiming the truth to everybody. Yeah. Uh, and he... He proclaimed it in a way that they would understand. But he, he, d- he didn't but look like them. He didn't adopt their ways. That's right. And, and I think that's one of the things of like, um, I think I've used this before, but I think it's worth repeating. Uh, the, the podcast Lindsay listened to about, uh, they're talking about music. Uh-huh. And, the, and the podcasters, they, the line they use with their kids is like, these, these are not the songs of our people. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are not the movies of our people. These are not the books of our people. These are not. So like as a holy nation, as a chosen race, a royal priesthood, as a collective people with a collective identity, we're going to not do the things that the world does. Right. So that we can be different. We will be set apart. We will be. And, yeah. I, and I think that's where like 11 and 12, it really comes into play. That's right. Like we, If we have this collective identity, we're going to be strangers and exiles. Mm. Sojourners is a, another translated mm-hmm. way to say we're, that, yeah. right? And, so, uh, we're, and we're visitors, right? We're, not, yeah. <laughs> we're doing a work among other people. And what makes us stand out as so odd is not that we have these dietary restrictions, not that we wear different clothes, sure. but what stands us out from the rest of the world is that we abstain from sinful desires. Yeah. And that that's wild, right? Because you think about... Yeah, I mean, you talked about it on Sunday during your sermon. This idea of um, of not um, being like everyone else around you. Not uh, what did you say? You said something to the effect of uh, we reject, you know, our our desires that wage war against our souls. It's an opposition. Uh, we we remain faithful 
to the Lord, right? Uh, and the way that we do that is through abstinence and and conduct, right? Yeah. I mean, when you think of our world, I mean, we live in a world that sows dishonor. Yeah. Like dis, I feel I feel like that's the standard. Yeah. That everybody is dishonorable to everything. Hmm. Uh, they're dishonorable to the authorities above them. They're dishonorable to people who might be their peers. They're dishonorable to people who might be uh, below them in, in a hierarchy or in a work or whatever. Uh, I feel like dishonor is just kind of the way of the world. Yeah, I mean, it's a way the way of our sinful nature. Mm-hmm. That's And that's what you were getting at in your sermon. Uh, you were talking about the moral culpability, right? Like oh, yeah, yeah, why, yeah. when yeah. people choose, they have freedom to choose, right? And they choose sin. And but when you've been, you've been selected out of that mm-hmm. nature, right? You've been brought out of that. You've been given a new identity, a new purpose, a new work. Um, we are also now free to abstain from the things that beforehand, before God interceded for us, we are unable to abstain from. Yeah. We had no power to abstain for, from. Man, just think, think about how bright we can shine mm. by doing something as simple as honoring other people, mm. uh, speaking well of other people, going the extra mile yeah. in our work. Uh, it, I mean, that's the marvelous light, right? Yeah, and, and, it, and it's sad that that... that would set you apart so much, but man, it's so true. Yeah. Uh, we, we live in a world that really just c- complains a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So if we were to whittle this down to, you know, a few yeah. applications, I think application. first understand who you are in Christ. Yeah. I mean, that's the foundation. That's what's fundamental for everything else. And then and, mo- and moving from that. I would say like, what's your primary identity? Yeah, for so sure. What, what is your primary identity? Are you, you know, do you base your identity off of your work, off of a, a race? Do you base your identity off of a hobby? <laughs> you know, yeah. like we all base our identities off of something. Like, what is our identity based right. off of? Here, you know, Peter's saying, "No, you are you're a Christian." Right. And he doubles down later in this this uh, book as well on that principle. But yeah, so what's your identity in? And then do two things: one or three things. Proclaim. Abstain and conduct. Mm, without, that almost almost rhymed. Uh, abstain and con- abstain and proclaim. Proclaim and conduct. Conduct. Oh man, con- almost conduct yourself. It almost on. had like the the rhythm. To it. Oh man, I'm so good. close, so close. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So what 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 do you participate in? Yeah. That that gives a signpost that you're of the world. Mm. And and what do you do that that points to your true identity in Christ? That's right. All right. Well, that's the breathe in. Why don't you breathe out? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your grace. I mean, we see it all over these verses that we talked about today. Lord, we we were once not a people, but now we are your people. Once we had not received mercy, but now we have received mercy. So God, I just pray that you would encourage us, that we would with boldness proclaim your excellencies, that we would with boldness abstain from our sinful desires, that you would give us courage to conduct ourselves honorably among outsiders uh, so that, God, they would see your good works and they would glorify God whenever you come. Lord, we love you. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. All right. Well, that's the Breathing Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are edified and encouraged. We'll see you tomorrow with 1 Peter chapter 3.